0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and as always, I'm joined by Michael Daniels. Mike, it's been a while.
1: It feels like forever. Forever.
0: I think I think the last episode we recorded was, was what, like April?
1: <laughs> feels like it. For, for our listeners who are getting this every week, but normally we, we, we decided to uh, record a couple back-to-back episodes because of the summer break, um, yet uh, that gave us time to have some breathing room and now we're back to our regular schedule well no we're not back to our regular schedule are we
0: no our last week's episode we recorded very early almost a, almost an entire week early um this episode we're recording all, like half a week late yeah and then we'll be back so on monday and it's it been we- about two weeks which is not you know i'm blowing that out of proportion
1: but it it does it, feel, it feels like Dramatic how, effect, how but- have you been have you grown a beard are you getting old Getting some gray I'm, hairs. I've
0: had a beard since we started this show, so I don't know what that uh <laughs> no'm like, a, that question like a, is all a, about. a long
1: big beard you know the the dumbledore beard, so
0: no 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 it's it's the same it's probably a little bit a little bit thinner i tr- i trim it a little tighter during the uh the
1: right <laughs> to keep cool though it is to keep cool yeah exactly how how's exactly. The, how's life how's life up up in the the great white north going hey I was up in uh, past your area it's, recently. It's,
0: S- still not still not canada but.
1: still not canada I, w- I was up closer to canada i was up in michigan actually up there so what what
0: the what the f were you doing in michigan <laughs> and why why didn't you pop in we could have played uh lord of the rings the card game uh, that
1: that would have been really exciting for for me and my friend to do I would have been, i'm sure the <laughs> uh my friend had a a um I had a friend of mine that had a business trip up there and said, uh, You want to tag along up here? It's Michigan. I said, Why not? I got you know, nothing else to do and I can take time off. So I did. Um, it was only up there for on Monday. So I was there Sunday night, uh, afternoons, Monday, and then Tuesday. And I went just exploring. I went and saw the beaches. And, you know, Lake Michigan is so huge that you can't, <laughs> it's indistinguishable from the ocean. It just really is. You just look out there and you well... see. Well. I mean, it, it depends on what ocean. If you've you're never, talking about.
0: if you've never seen the ocean, no, that's not yes. true. Right?
1: I've been, I've been to like everyone in the, I've been to everyone. Let's see, the Pacific and the, um, I don't know, the, the Atlantic at least. I've seen both of those. And
0: you've you've been you've been to all of the oceans, all of the oceans that, that matter. US. Sorry,
1: let me finish that. All the ones that matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's fresh water, and it doesn't, you know, there's it doesn't wave. They're not waves. To the same magnitude but well it, but yes it depends it, like it on. is it is an impressive right. site so were you were you somewhere near um michigan city
1: i was actually in a place called holland michigan um kind of by holland Grand Rapids. oh
0: did you go to did you go to the new holland brewery
1: you know oh, good call i did go to the new holland brewery actually that is a really great place okay how did you know if, that one
0: if you had missed that if you had missed that i would have been a little annoyed that you because if, if you had told me before beforehand that you were making this trip, I would have, you know, definitely recommended that you do wow. that. How, how do you nice. How do you
1: know about that place?
0: Nice. Um, I mean, their one of their uh, most well known beers is a is a um, bourbon barrel stout oh called my Dragon's Milk.
1: Yes, I had it. That's the one drink it, I had. You are freaking. It's me out uh, here.
0: it's it's my brother Andrew's favorite beer. It tastes a lot like bourbon uh. and is something like 12% alcohol. Uh, you,
1: you are like, this is this is really freaky. Okay, so I, I love that you're saying this because actually what happened was that we went out to um, to dinner and then um, drove to see the sunset out at one of the beaches out there and it's a really nice one. And when it got dark, we're sure. like, we're heading back and it's like, okay, it's, time, it's getting late to head back. And I was like, hey, there's this place downtown in Holland that I want to go and grab another drink at. I was just walking down the street like kind of semi shop window shopping earlier that day. And I saw that there was Mm -hmm. a coffee shop and uh, kind of little restaurant things. I said, I'd like to go there and maybe grab, grab a drink at the first place I can find down there. And we pull up just randomly I turn left to go on a corner and there's the new Holland brewery. And again, I had not heard about it before I just decided to go in there. Um, We went in there. It's a really cool, huge place actually. And there's a patio and they have a nice selection of, of beers and a nice selection of drinks and of all of them i decided this one sounds really good it's this it's this chocolate stout bourbon barrel stout it tastes like a cherry chocolate type thing called dragon's milk and as a this is really fantastic i mean and now here we are i mean and you're a, like you should a try lot of these it's things. a it's a
0: it's a very good very popular beer but it has an awesome name it does right it's like it's like a gen con beer except for real not Gen con related at all. It's just a normal beer that they make all okay,
1: the time. Okay, so I'm gonna I know we're going too much on this in here, but it's really surprised to me. How, how did I? I remember leaving that place thinking I sh- I should 100 buy a growler for this. I should do it. I should do, it, and I didn't. um mm. Is it is that something that obviously you've had it or Andrews had it? Do you can you get it other places? Can our listeners go buy this beer somewhere?
0: I mean, depending on where they live, I. I think they probably have it in liquor stores in Bloomington. Wow, because um, it's good. I don't
1: recommend. I recommend don't know it.
0: about. I'm I'm sure that I saw somewhere. Oh, we went up to Grand Rapids, not Grand Rapids. We went up to Battle Creek, which is south of south of Holland, about an hour, um, to attempt to see fireworks. That was on uh, on the fourth. Yeah. We we did see fireworks but they were unimpressive. Apparently they had a a snafu where somebody lit off the contents of a box at the wrong time and so we drove the like a little over an hour up there and back. My my parents had just picked up a new um man I should have should have led into this story a little more dramatically. <laughs> my parents had just uh bought a new dog male for their business and so brand new dog, like less than a year old. And I was like, I was like, we're going to go see fireworks with this, with this new untrained dog. This is a, this is a great idea. Right. Right. And, <laughs> um, of course, of course, you know, something happens, fireworks, Roman candle or something goes off. I mean, nothing even close at all, but you know, dogs don't like that stuff. Right. Naturally. <laughs> and um, it, it it triggers all of their survival instincts right, yeah. and our uh, instincts and so he he got loose of his of his collar and harness and and took off and my my dad had to my dad had to chase him down um but he you know recovered him no no uh no crisis crisis averted with that but um yeah and then it was it was very warm muggy mosquitoes and so forth and the and the fireworks show lasted about 15 minutes and then the finale went off too early the grand finale and uh and we went home oh, oh, oh. but b- before that we we ate at a we ate at a restaurant there in in Battle Creek which was was okay it was nothing nothing super impressive um they had an extensive beer list that a, a, probably like a third of the beers on the list were out I'm like that's that's not what you want but uh we we got growlers filled there um i got uh what did i get founders um lake lake light or something it's like almost a lager just a really light um light ale and the uh also founders um they have a scotch ale that they call dirty bastard
1: Oh, I've, I've actually had that before, right?
0: Yeah, it's like it's like eight percent or something. It's pretty good. I knew that was a a solid. I, I will so we, I will say that got, I I'm, it's, that it's, I've broad.
1: gone on record as saying that I'm not an IPA drinker at all, and that's all these you know these in the mm. last five a, six. It's years. It's
0: challenging. I it it's almost never my first choice, but I've acclimated to it more Man, over I, the last five ten. Years. I, I have
1: tried, and I, it's it's like when this whole brewery craze happened about five to ten years ago started happening this craft brewing stuff, IPAs are what everyone in the world wants, wanted you to have and shove down your face. Um, and so it's still kind yeah, of that way, but I don't know why.
0: It's like, it's like ginger. It's so the, the flavor profile of hops is so strong that it just like blasts out your palate. So it has to be like the last, the last thing that you drink. Cause you're not going to taste anything after
1: Yeah, that. exactly. So my, my preferred is in, and and I go onto the two end of the spectrums. So I prefer to have a light, easy kind of beer not not light beer but a, a, like an amber or something like that and or yeah
0: especially when the weather's warm
1: exactly or um the other way and i like to have like a bourbon beer i mean i love bourbon and i love mm-hmm. beer and i love the taste of bourbon beer and i love a thick <laughs> a thick kind of type thing that not not necessarily like you have to chew it or anything but that kind of flavored type thing on, on a beer so i go i go in the middle there with not ipas and it, when i find one like this one here uh, which is the dragon's milk, and and I was just looking it up, and it is everywhere around this town. And I think after this show, I'm going to go drive and buy some um, New Holland Brewery Dragon's Milk. Is you know, here's our our plug form because it was good. I really liked it. I'm, I was really happy that I that I got it, and I can't believe that I was just there randomly and got to partake in that.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy that you that you ended up. Yeah,
1: there. I know. It I I was just thinking. I, I was commenting to the person I was with at the time, I was like, this is one of the reasons I don't like craft brewing beers is because when you go somewhere remote and you find one that you really like, you're not going to be able to mm-hmm. drink it again because they only make it in this one oh. spot. Uh, but yeah, this just happens to be my good day to talk to you about this. And now it's everywhere. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. It, and for other people who are wondering about it, it also has a, a hints of like um, vanilla and ch- like a cherry chocolate type thing. And it. it's, it's, it's really good. Anyway, yeah. good stuff, good times. that's what I was doing up in Michigan. It was it was you know,
0: well, we times. are nineteen days until gen con oh, that's
1: crazy that's crazy well, that's
0: it's like that's like two and a half weeks, Mike I know
1: that's oh, don't, first off, don't say that i, I have I'm having this bittersweet <laughs> thing with with Gen con coming up um i, mm. I because I love Gen con, you know we God, we, we all that's established, but right. that's the end of the summer for me. So that's the last week, uh, and then and then Sid comes back, and we're right full on into school mode all over again. So mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. want it to come, but I don't want it to come. So hearing you say like 19 days is like, oh, killer, killer. Right. I know our buddies are already starting the heavy chatter about what to do and where they're going and all this stuff, and Pat's brewing beer for us already, and it's it's that's how yeah, close it's yeah. getting. There was a True dungeon trailer out today.
0: I've got to, man, I've got, I've got a checklist of things. I'm going to try and do cosplay for once. Oh, um, what are we'll you going to do? I...
1: I thought we were we were going to do like a thing. I thought there was talk about doing a Stranger Things thing, and now we're not.
0: I mean, I my plan is to try and do Hopper from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, well, there you go. I, that's that's how I roll with costumes. I go for uh something fairly close to my normal look. That's what you should uh, do. That's seems...
1: you're supposed to do it to type. If you, if you do cosplay right, you're supposed yeah. to do it to type. I don't know what my type is, except a weird forty-three-year-old white guy that plays video games, right? Football. I have no idea what my type is, so
0: they don't put me on TV. Like I'm not right. I'm not. I'm not doing a. I'm not doing a. Um, you know, Spider-Man. Oh, you know what? I could
1: I could probably pull off a uh, Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. That's about the only thing I could do. Not a Not a Star Lord Mm. Chris Pratt, but a Parks and Rec (laughs) Chris Pratt.
0: Well, and 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 I. I don't know that I've talked about this on this show, but I rocked the Ron Swanson costume three years running.
1: Yeah, but th- that was, um, again, to type that work that was perfect.
0: Yeah, because because the first year when I did it, it's I like to describe it as both. Very low and very high effort, <laughs> um, because on the low effort side of it, like. I wore normal clothes, just maybe a little bit like I wore khakis that I nor- don't normally wear and a and a polo shirt uh, or no, I had a sweater the first because it's uh, Halloween. It's a, a little cold and um, and like parted my hair in the middle. Right. And combed it to the side, which I don't. That's something else that I don't I don't do. Right. So like all that was super easy. That's like, you know, that's less effort than getting dressed to in somebody's wedding right um but th- on the flip side of that i normally have a full beard and for the ron swanson costume i shaved everything except the mustache so i looked like you know a 70s era pedophile <laughs> right. um, n- you know for like the day before and for a week afterward until the the beard started to grow back in right. um, and so it's like that because that first year um, My friends and I were at the Bluebird, a music bar in um, in Bloomington, and they had a costume contest that was judged based on applause. And I ended up winning mm-hmm. the the prize was three hundred dollars. Nice. And I mean, it's it's on the short list of my of my greatest achievements in life <laughs> thus far. Right. But the, like that was such a huge success that for the two following Halloween's, I just did the same costume. Cause I couldn't come up with anything better, um, than that, than that. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so, so that's that, that costume thing is, is one thing I have to try to do. I need to still register the items I'm going to sell. Um, I got to roll a character for Fox's D and D thing. I might reuse the character from last year. I might roll something new. Um, I have a little more experience with role playing. I think I also am going to throw together a character for um, our. We're going to do Star Trek Adventures, an official event. Oh uh, yeah, right. Gm'd by by someone else, so I'll get to be a player for once. And um, it's original series, so none of the none of the characters we have really. I mean, they could. The mechanics aren't that different in uh, in in various Star Trek characters, but I do want to think about like maybe what kind of ridiculous voice I'm going to do or
1: something. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you, you get him all planned out ahead of time, they'll you know, they'll make fun of you for it. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, so moving from Gen Con, there's something I wanted to talk to you about today that okay? has, has really been bothering me. I, I mean, like a lot for the last oh, three hmm. weeks, probably. I've been wondering what your good news is. Good news, everyone. We have not had some good news.
0: It's, it's true. It's true. I don't, I don't remember if we did it last week, but we definitely missed, we completely forgot it on uh, the week we had uh, Bill Hague on and then yeah. I think the following week as well.
1: Right. I can't believe um, it. I, I'm that, feeling just... That's on
0: me. You know, we, we did these episodes that were like, we're like, oh, we've only got like two things to talk about. And then the episode runs like almost two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to add any more time by, by doing the good news thing. So, um,
1: so let's yeah, let's, let's my, talk about it. What's your good news,
0: man? My good news, we, we had two weeks. Um I told the story about about the fourth. That was un uh unimpressive. Um I think when we last recorded, my um nieces and, and and nephew were here, and so I talked about that already. It was great seeing them. David and uh David came up toward the end of his wife was up here for almost a month, and um he came up and got them and they drove down all together. So I got to hang out with him a few days. Um, we played uh, um, pandemic and Lord of the Rings. No, we didn't play Lord of the Rings. We were going to, but um, Andrew's not super into it. So um, no, we played with Andrew. So we definitely did. I don't know how yeah. time all blends together because it's been so long since we recorded. Um, it's my... all
1: time is relevant.
0: Right, right. Yeah. My freshest good news is that we, um. Finally, played another session of Star Trek Adventures last night. That was fun. Um, we're, we're recording on a Thursday, which is way off our schedule. But right. um, that we've talked about that in the past. I'm gming that, which is a a new a new fresh hell for me to <laughs> to learn 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 a new skill and a new system and a new everything. In addition to recording it, which is oh well, you know technology kind of crazy stuff, but. We had kind of a crazy chaotic session last time we played yep. um, with just the actual gameplay was really boring. And so you guys went wild with the with the jokes and the goofs. And um, but then we we did this session last night and we're we're halfway through. So I don't want to you know, I know that some of our you and and a couple of the other players uh, listen to the show, so I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna spoil any details. Yeah, no there, spoilers, but, man. No spoilers. Um it it went really well. We you know, we had a sort of open role playing scene where a lot of kind of interesting choices and 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 um conversation went back and forth, and then you guys split the party in a way that I felt to to me anyway, seemed like it, it operated really smoothly. We went back and forth. It didn't didn't seem to me like anybody was uh was getting bored or checked out. Um, we're considering we switched back and forth between those two groups, um, um, quite a lot. And, uh, it's, it's encouraged me a little more to, to keep going after the, after the previous session, I was, I was almost to the point of like, uh, we can, we can keep meeting, but maybe we'll do something else. Maybe we'll play a video game. Maybe we'll, uh, (laughs) maybe Fox wants to, maybe Fox wants to DM something, something instead uh and but after this this has encouraged me it was it was fun i felt it was it was fun for for, for a rare moment of of feeling at least semi-competent at this (laughs) at this gming thing and it was uh, good times it was good times we had a lot of fun and it was
1: was, good balance and a lot of the people got it was good we're
0: gonna we're gonna try and we're gonna try and meet in one week which is uh um man normally we're like we're like three to eight weeks between <laughs> sessions. So you're,
1: we're, you're, you're getting excited. Then we're pushing it right away. Like, let's just do it again. Let's go now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, and somebody, somebody last night pitched like, we'll finish, you know, we'll meet next week and finish this um, story episode and then, and then we'll have one more week before Gen Con. We could just start the next one. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can really prepare in a week between finishing one and starting the next but uh Uh, prepare i mean if if
1: mayor who knows if you guys
0: want to we can it might just be a little a little uh um a little light on the on the second but we'll see it's you know we're like i said gen con is imminent so that was that that's me what uh what's what's your good news
1: well it'd be it would be easy to say my my michigan trip would, would be my good news but i i've been fortunate to have um some, some just a lot of different good news, with you know, good friends and good times. But um, let me think. Let, let's not let's not say that one. Let's do um, what other good news. I... Oh, I know. Um, I went I went up to when was this? So I went up to visit Bill um, just on, on a weekend. Uh, Bill Haig up in Indianapolis. And uh, right, I right. have a I have another friend uh, who is a, a kind of a geek friend with ours. And he's and he started a brewery up there. Um, just fairly recently they opened up and ha hmm. called happy brewing. So happy brewing company, if anybody ever gets to go up there. Um, so I've been meaning to get up there since so it's been, they've been open about a month to get up there and see them. And I drove up there on a weekend and, and Bill met me. I was going to go hang out at his house and, uh, we were you know going to go do the whole thing. And it did end up being a big, you know, night of debauchery and, and craziness. Um, <laughs> but the, he, but my good news is, is something different than that. It's really kind of cool. I spent way too much money on, uh, as we were getting ready to go up to the, to the brewery, he was driving down some street on the near the middle, South center of Indianapolis side. And okay. he said, Oh, there's this, there's this toy shop type place that I want you to stop into. And I wish hmm. I could remember the name of the toy. Lion's stop Den. Now. Say it again.
0: Lion's Den. Oh, I an adult toy stop. <laughs> no, no, toy shop? no,
1: no, not that kind of toy stop. Um, but the, uh, it's anyway it's a it's a toy toy store that's um sells vintage toys i guess is what you might call it or or used oh like
0: like a um yeah i've i've seen i've seen stores like that it's sort of like um i'm not sure what to even call it sometimes they'll have the word emporium in the name
1: yeah right right um i think it's uh trying to think if i can remember it might be called uh it's either it's not annabelle's thrift shop i can't i think it was near that area it's on it's on like madison avenue or something like that but but anyway Mm. it's uh it's it's really cool and um we went in there and uh trying to think when you first go in there they have this the uh, the full all of the like the lions from voltron and and the things that you can Mm. that you can um you know see and they've got transformers and all the GI and walls of GI Joes and every old toy of my mind kind of growing up that I could possibly have in posters and it was like literally the coolest stuff that I could possibly have now that the day before I had just kind of threw my hands up and decided I was going to blow too much money on transformers I was like I haven't bought a transformer in ages and I want to buy one <laughs> and I'm going to buy like the constructicons or something I'm going to blow money and then I went and saw that uh, to buy like the the combiners on 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 Amazon it's like $250 And I was like oh okay maybe maybe Ooh. I'm not going to um but the you know, <laughs> on, on my whim blowing uh but I what I did do is I, I paused it and closed the browser and said I'll, I'll I'll think about this over the weekend so when we went there I was happy to see that they had a ton of transformers there um, and I did buy a triple changer that was really cool that I liked for like 20 25 bucks it was for a $50 triple changer um, I went into the back and I was like, I'm just going to buy, I'm just going to buy this one. And then I just kind of started playing with the, I don't know if you knew what mask was. There was an old cartoon called mask and it had stuff. Um, yeah, and, I don't. and we were, I with was Jim talking Carey? about, um, my story was that, um, it's a long way to get to where I'm, I'm saying for half my good news, but I was telling how I, one year I begged my mom to get this, this semi that was in the cartoon called Rhino. And it was the name of the semi. And and I okay. really and I really wanted it, and I was like, it's it's kind of the most expensive toy back in nineteen, like eighty eight, eighty nine, something like that. It was like twenty five dollars, which was super expensive. And I was like, Mom, just please, I don't want any toys, just one. And I did not end up getting it, sadly. Um, mm. I, But I would always wanted it, and sure enough, they had many of them back there, and all of the masked cars and toys and stuff. But they were, you know. They're, they're priced for eBay prices because they sell a the, lot of their stuff on eBay and stuff. So it was like, okay, it's not necessarily cheap. Um, but I was telling that same story to Bill and I was so excited and I was playing, kind of playing with the toy and while talking about it. And the, the owner had overheard me and he's like, you know, just tell me if you, what you want with that, those things back there. And I was like, oh, I appreciate it. And then he kind of let me go. And a little while later, I was still messing back there. He comes back later. He says, so, so tell me about, tell me about what, you know, what, what you're looking at here. And I told him the the Rhino story and, and he was like, you know, I, I would rather sell this stuff to people who have memories than people who, um, you know, just collecting it or reselling it or whatever it might be, or, you know, like they actually want to have it in their home. He said, so, so why don't you just buy this Rhino for, I think it was like, fifteen dollars and buy this rhino and then buy the and put all these uh, extra vehicles he, he threw like three other big mass vehicles in it all the figures that went with it all for that same fifteen dollar price and he said and and go ahead and throw in this you know extra transformer and i'll take you know ten dollars off that transformer price that you got there because i know that you you're going to actually you know play with this stuff per se or have it in your home yeah. and have appreciation for it so i got the transformer that i went and bought for 25 i ended up coming out with like thirty five dollars and all this bag full of cool stuff that I always wanted for my job. <laughs> so it's super cool. I was super excited, very happy. I want to go back again. And the guy was just, the guy was just, you know, he, he showed me pictures of, cause they, as they like to do, where he dressed up as like a Cobra commander for Gen Con. And he has all the you know good outfits. He's one of those big cosplayer guys. So it's a really cool shop, a really cool place. And I had a really good time in it. So happy, good nice. news. I wish I could nice. give them props for their, who they were. Man, their name I can to... I'll have to look it up and then I'll bring it back to next uh, episode. Yeah, the we'll,
0: we'll in in uh yeah, in editing, we'll we'll put a put a link on the in the absolutely,
1: show. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, in the in the last I apologize. We're recording kind of late, so I'm getting a little my my brain's slowing down. Um <laughs> so since we last recorded, have you uh have you made it out to the theater at all?
1: Um i have real quick i want to step back it's actually called d's toys i found it d's like capital d's d phosphorus toys. toys they sell vintage okay. modern cool. pop art culture buy sell trade stuff. So. d's toys okay yes
0: if you're into old vintage n- nerdy geeky stuff yes. and you live in or or near indianapolis you should go check them out yeah, absolutely like cool run place. in there and
1: give those pay those guys some money they're awesome um, OK, so, yes, I did get to, you know, it's been the summer and it's well established that I'm a super movie guy and I have n- not watched enough theater movie theater stuff, but mm. I did get to watch Jurassic World and I get out to watch Incredibles 2. So, so
0: far. Nice.
1: Yeah, I'm behind it, not getting to watch uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp yet, though, but that's got to be a... Ah, I
0: knew there was at least one more that I was. like. Yeah,
1: those, that's something I, I. it's out right now, but I have not gotten got to watch. So Have you have you watched any of those? yet
0: um yeah i've all three of those oh, did you An- That's right. andrew andrew is back in town and so he's he's been pushing some of that stuff i'm a you know i i am more active proactive in in going to see stuff when when you and I are coordinated mm-hmm. for, th- for this podcast because right. if I know, you know, something's coming out and you're going to go watch it like Thursday night or whatever, yeah, I'm right. like, okay, well, I got to go see this sometime this weekend <laughs> so that we could talk about it. If that's not happening, I'm not so much of the like, you know, I still haven't seen Deadpool 2 because oh, yeah, like nobody, there's nobody here who will go watch that with me. Like Andrew right. saw it and if he was here, he and I would go watch it, but it's a little right. too... It's a little too foul for any of my other family <laughs> here family. in the area. But, um, yeah, we saw all three of those. We went, it's funny. Um, do not spoil. I Anna talk,
1: Anna wasp for me. Do not spoil. We'll talk about that. Soon. Don't
0: spoil there's, her. there's some size stuff. I don't know if you're into that. <laughs>
1: but, uh, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> um,
0: the, you know, er, everything is somebody's thing. Here um, I, I talk a lot about um, the Brokaw, the local, as I call it, the beer theater. Yes. And yeah. I had this sort of frustrating experience of we went to see Incredibles and we got there kind of late and we ended up sitting way toward the front. It was OK because it's a long, narrow theater, but we we're still closer than I would like. And then we had people behind us who had like a. Baby, or maybe a toddler, or something kind of fussing through like two thirds of the movie. Oh, frustrating! To to the point where, like, if that's not distracting me, my family like muttering, they're like, "Take your kid out of the <laughs> like." Then that's distracting me instead. Right. Um, and I got to the point where I really wanted to like sit up in my chair and like turn around, give them the the theater passive aggressive signaling. Right. Right. And when when the movie got out, I I saw that the the mom of the family was a girl that I went to college with and cuz it's it's the the town where I went to college and uh I'm like I'm glad now that I didn't do that that would have been super awkward <laughs> right lady. um but but that was frustrating and then when we saw Jurassic World uh Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is that yes, the title fallen kingdom title? um about 2 3 rows in front of us was a group of like four or five, I don't know, middle schoolers, right? Like okay. thirteen, twelve, fifteen, somewhere in that range. Okay. Um, just kind of goofing around, being a little noisy. I saw phones lighting up, and I was like, ah. I was like, can can do they do they need bouncers in this theater? <laughs> like, right? Can we? Because you're, you know, the rest of us bought tickets too, and you're you're ruining. The experience for, for everybody. Right.
1: Grumpy old man. Um, Get off my lawn.
0: Wh- where are your parents? Right. Should, shouldn't you be at... Because it was also a late show. It was like the 9 p.m. show. It's not super late, but it's the latest. It's the last show of the night. Um, but, and then we when we went and saw um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, n- none of that. Fully pleasant experience. We got there early. We got a seat. We got s- chairs. We got seats with the table in front which has a nice foot rest and stuff and it was a good movie you know low expectations it's a it's a marvel movie i wasn't expecting citizen kane yeah, but yeah. uh paul rudd is funny and um evangeline lily is attractive so no disappointments on any of those on, any of those, on any of those scores so yeah what do you we should talk about the other two what um what do you want to do first
1: well i i i Let's do. Let's go ahead and get Jurassic World out of the way, I guess. Well, no, let's not Jurassic yes, World. Let's let's do the let's do the other one. What was it? Um, Incredibles. Incredibles. So. Incredibles uh, I too. I enjoyed Incredibles too. I did not get to go with Sydney. I love watching those kind of shows with Sydney. Mm, I did get mm-hmm. watch a friend and her daughter, and we did get to go. And they, it's funny they hadn't been to movies in you know almost a year probably, and they were like excited to go to the movies finally. So this was a sure great one, sure great one to watch them with. Um, and it's it was fun. Uh, Incredibles one was kind of um. I want to say, um, what am I, what what am I looking for here? Uh, new or different than what you'd mostly see for a a kids show or something that was, you know, oh, the whole groundbreaking, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if it's groundbreaking, but yeah, kind of like the innovative, I guess, where it's like innovative. family you superheroes focus on the family type thing. Um, but it was, and it was good. But this one, and this one didn't do. I don't think this one did anything new or crazy big. Um, that was, you know mattered terribly much but all of the scenes were well done uh the baby jack jack was a highlight definitely um and they and they kept playing that one over and over again and it was it's a
0: little it's a little bit like because um as i understand it this sequel is like 14 years not in the making but the original is from like oh four
1: yeah and they and they shouldn't waited that long They, they should not have waited that long
0: and if you if there's that much time between your movie and and its sequel, like you really you kind of want to be doing the same thing. You're talking about a a kids movie, you know. Yeah. Somebody who somebody who saw this when they're 10, there's a there's a decent chance that they are a parent themselves now.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: No, I mean not it's not guaranteed, but, you know, in 14, you know, they're in their mid 20s. Right. Um it's very possible. Absolutely. Um and so And so they're not, you know. After that amount of time, they're not looking for, you know, um, I was going to say the Phantom Menace, but nobody was looking for the Phantom Menace (laughs) as it turned out. Um, They're not looking for a, you know, new, innovative, like continuing continuation of the story. They're looking for, um,
1: to recapture what they had before. They they
0: want right. They want they want the Force Awakens. Like they want that same not same but that experience that they remembered loving in the past just kind of updated maybe with a little bit of a different twist a different spin um and so you you know i think you're you're better off um not not pushing the envelope too hard after that much time goes by which i went deeper on that than i than i probably needed to but um i my sister and my nieces and them watched the original fairly recently, just a couple weeks ago. Um, They watched it during the day. So I was working. I did not watch it with them. So it's been years and years since I saw the original. So I'm sure that there were a lot of callbacks and, um, you know, references like that, that I, you know, just completely, completely blew by me. I had just the most vague recollections of, of how the original was sort of the interactions between, um, incredible and, and freeze Mr. Mr. Not Mr. Freeze,
1: Frozen. Frozen. Um,
0: and this is some of the stuff with, um, with Violet and, uh, dash. Yep. But, but I really liked it. And, um, I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep on this, but, um, our friends over at, over at geek scholars, movie news kind of threw some shade on this for the, as, as they call it, the, the Mr. Mom story arc of, of Mr. Incredible being responsible for the family while, um, Mrs. Uh, while Elastigirl is in the, um, in, in the spotlight, in the limelight. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's, you know, this is my, my own personal biases or whatever. I'm not a, I'm not a parent. Um, I, it, it felt to me like it was handled really well. You have the, without, I mean, this is sort of a spoiler. So if you haven't seen this and you're going to see it and you want, pause and come back. <laughs> come back. Yeah. And, uh, and welcome back. Um, <laughs> you have the whole segment of the overwhelmed, frustrated, out of touch father, right? The like, yep. why would they change math and his whole, um,
1: which is a thing. Handling. But they, do, they did change math.
0: Did yeah. Math. Yeah. They they changed math. Which yeah. I don't. You know. Obviously, I learned math under the old system, but I definitely can see in my in my memory the difference between how I actually use math in real life versus how I was taught to do math. So yeah. I get it. They changed it. That right. a lot of people had a hard time with math. So if you you know if the system is is broken, then you should fix it. Like right. that. Right. that right. I don't they, have any problem they, with they that. Have, but. So um I, I, I and, empathize the way, with him, and the with him like, yeah. yeah and the way that he handles um violet and what's going on with her and the um you know the men in black flashy memory erase thing right right um i thought i thought all of that was really well done um yeah. you so, know he he has the he has that moment of frustration and then he you know he psychs himself up he's like i'm i'm Mr. Incredible i'm this is this new math is not going to beat me. um, And, and so he, he stays up and he studies it and he still, you know, flounders and, and fumbles his way through the situation with Violet, but he is, um, he's, he's transparent in certain scenes and he's, um, he's honest with himself. Like it's not, um, you know, where, Whereas the, I don't know how long it's been since you saw Mr. Mom, but the character of, um, oh, I'm going to almost remember his character name, but Michael Keaton's character in Mr. Right. Mom, like almost becomes a stereotypical housewife. Like it's right. fully in the eighties, you know, cultural, uh, tropes of the time right. where that, that doesn't, that doesn't happen in this movie. Like he, he has struggles, and he and he works his way through them, and he's honest with himself, and he's, um, um, you know, he he's honest about his doubts and his failings, and he and he works through them. I thought it was all, um, you know, uh well done.
1: Yeah, I <clears throat> I had a uh, so that's
0: that's me. I've I've talked nonstop for the last ten. How did you? <laughs> how did I, you I had
1: I had a I don't know I had a personal. I had a little personal bias with it, where where as the, that main plot that you were talking about there for me was almost a groan worthy, eye rolling thing, and and that's mm. just because that's because I am obviously a single dad who runs a household with kid and does it just fine, um, and <laughs> so so it 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 kind of it almost felt a little preachy to me that that part. It's like, oh, you know, dad's going to take over the house. I'm like, okay. Welcome to 25 years ago, you know, that men have been men have been doing this for a long time and women have been working for a long time and being the main breadwinners. It's it's nothing new. Um, So it that that felt old and stale to me. So so that that part did not interest me in the slightest. Um, But I did I did like um, that. I mean, the scenes were well shot, shot you know, however delivered or whatever you want to set the set up animated. Um, yeah. Elastigirl was really super cool. Um, I, it never ceases to amaze me how Pixar can make Mr. Fantastic cooler because Mr. Fantastic <laughs> is pretty boring and terrible in the comics, but they, they make Elastigirl and she's awesome and she has amazing, you know, she uses her powers awesomely. Um, and I, I like, I always like dash and Violet is super cool. So the, they, they did really good. And then I liked, um, I also, I said Jack, Jack, Jack. So it so there's the powers that I liked and how they used them in the different kind of ways that really made it <laughs> enjoyable. But I will say that as much as I liked it and I'd say, yeah, take your kids to go see it. It's definitely cool. Um, it's not one that I'm going to be like in 10 years, remember like, Oh man, are they going to make another one? You know? Cause it was just kind of like, mm-hmm. huh, that was that was okay. That was fine. It just is what it is. Um, and if there's movies at theaters out there right now or people want to watch movies, I wouldn't say like, oh, Incredibles is the one. You have. Whereas the first Incredibles, I definitely was like, you should go watch that. Take sure. your family. They'll love it. You know,
0: I mean, it's the it's the rare sequel that um that equals it's it's original. Like, it's almost always. A, yeah. Are a you downgrade right? it's or not worse? It's not worse or deri- or derivative in some way. It's. um. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't even really talk about the the main storyline, the um I wasn't I wasn't super uh um what's the word I'm looking for? Key, keyed in cued in on the um on the sister uh foreshadowing, though I did I did notice pretty quickly that they focused on her a lot in the in the animation or what I would say filming or cinematography, but of course neither of those really apply to an animated film um she got a lot of screen time and i was like what is the deal with this with this character?" okay so she's the sister so there's no like is she you know it's a it's telling of the kind of shows that i watched where i was like is she kind of flirty with elastigirl is that really no i think i'm just reading that because i've watched too many hbo or Orange is the new black, or or whatever. Like they're obviously not going to put that in a kids' movie. Um, and so, of course, when she ends up, you know, being the being the villain, I was like, oh, of course, that's why. That's why it seemed to me like she had a lot of screen time, and she because she's uh, got these got these other motivations. But yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh, overall, much better than Let, let's let's the second, the second gotta, film we're going to talk s- about.
1: Score between. One in thirty-eight. Would you? What would you give it? Oh man!
0: Now, now that we've talked about all the, all the, all the stuff. I mean,
1: you compare it to other like you know kids. Thirty-eight.
0: Shows. Probably not more than like. Now see, I'm going to go with a big because you made the number so so high. Mm-hmm. Um, like twenty. Let's say twenty-seven. Okay. I was going to say twenty-five to thirty, but that that then it's there's no point in having a large range if i'm going to give you a range for me
1: yeah no i i'd put it about that that's a good that's a good number you know at, at a 27 it sounds like a fair number you know it's not it's not mm-hmm. terribly high it's not low it's above above half but not you know yeah stellar um, okay so let's let's go over to jurassic world um what, what do you think of that one
0: um let's let's start out with numbers there so why don't you give okay. me a score out of fourteen.
1: Okay, uh, out of fourteen Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom, eight, maybe.
0: So, so about half, a little over half.
1: Yeah, I I, I would give it a seven, but the production values were pretty good, uh, so eight.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm probably. I'm probably hovering somewhere, somewhere right around there too. It, it suffers a little bit like, um, like Last Jedi, although I do think this is better than Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> where the, the original, so I'm going to say the original sequel. And, and I think you know what I mean by that. I mean, Jurassic oh, yeah. World and, um, The Force Awakens. Yes. Um, were very good and sort of true to the, the experience of the original original yeah um you know a new hope and and jurassic park yeah from 1994 93 yeah. um and so you know in as much as expectations going into this movie were not super high you know i was yeah, not really again i was not expecting citizen kane or um you know the uh, the uh, the godfather, the godfather. <laughs> um i you know i was expecting kind of goofy chris pratt dinosaur movie yeah. and what i got was not even really that i, I, I mean i think my score it. like yours would be right a, maybe like seven it's just yeah. so that i'm not just i'm just piggybacking on your own so um no i think i think the only i don't know, I, I don't eight know eight is that, is that there's a ton yeah. we're gonna spoil about this but if you yeah. haven't seen this and you don't want to you don't want us influencing your opinion uh, before you go watch it. Then pause, go watch it, and come back. Welcome, Welcome back. How you doing? Nice day. Um, you bring a coke. With you? Th- there were, there were a lot of moments in this where I was just like, like, eh, like I don't, I don't really care. Like the stakes are never really that you you know that they're not gonna they're not gonna kill off Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Um, the both of the the new actually, Oh, here's something that was kind of strange to me. And this is like, uh, man, I, I accused Fox of being too political on front porch and I, I mean, on a uh, geek scholars movie news and I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit political here, but, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed in certain properties, certain movies and TV shows, um, something that, uh, the people on the internet would, would call, um, characters passing the Bechdel test yeah do do you know what I mean by that
1: yeah that doesn't need a man type thing to be yeah it's like the
0: it's it's a test for a female character in fiction and if they um if they never have a scene or it's like a it's so it's like criteria for a scene so if they in a scene are not talking about a man or talking to another woman about her situation with a man or whatever there's like a list of criteria and i'm not an expert on it by any means but in in practice what i mean by that is there will be a character like the character of monica in um silicon valley yeah you seen that show oh yeah oh yeah um she is fully platonic with all of the main male characters all the time right and I, you know, whatever, I've been conditioned by every TV show and movie ever made that I'm like, is there, okay, is there, is is, is the will they won't they in this relationship? Or is it over here? Is it moving yep. over here? And there's never any of that. It's just fully platonic all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Is that weird? Or is my, have, have I just conditioned myself condition. to, to, so to look at that it as weird? the
1: same thing in this one, or?
0: So aside from the odd, uh, whatever going on between, um, Chris Pratt and, and Bryce Howard, um, I expected some of that between the younger characters, the, yeah, the lab nerds, um, right. um, what are they called in, um, in shield Fitzsimmons? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. B- basically. And, and there wasn't any of that. Um, I I kind of hoped that the, uh, the the male in that in that duo would get eaten by a dinosaur because he was just annoying. Oh my god, the whole time I was like, he's not contributing to this this arc, this plot at all. Right, and he's just like the. He's the like paleo, comic relief here. The
1: paleo veterinarian I wanted to shoot as soon as she called herself a paleo veterinarian. <laughs> uh, both of them were just... I, I When I talked to somebody about this, I called them the, the Michael Bay characters. The, the characters that they just put in for just because, you know, oh, we need young people to watch and identify with someone somehow and can we oh, i don't i don't know what geeks are but let's put in what we think might be geek in here and get some oh sure it's
0: this. it's like the entire cast of um big bang theory
1: exactly exactly we we don't really know but we we can try and then and then I, let's do a, a a strong woman that's smart but she's asian and let's just do that stereotype and get some more and every one of those seem to hit some kind of point and those two characters were just put in there just to bring characters in.
0: People oh, in. it's yeah. It's like the it's it's almost like a diversity casting, but not yeah. really. Right? But not
1: just diversity. It was it's with like type. And yeah, that's was-
0: that's what I mean. Diversity. I don't mean I don't mean racial diversity. I mean, like stereotype diversity. Yeah, um, and they right, I, and and those I two leaned, characters
1: were fitting all those roles into two characters that I did not even I, want on the screen.
0: I leaned over to to somebody, either my brother or sister, who were sitting sitting near me in the theater, and I said that the the girl in that duo looks like, um, like she looks like a cosplayer. Like she right. looks like her outfit, just her like, like that, right. her facial features, her hair and and eyebrows, and the giant glasses. Like she looked like she was cosplaying you know, an overwatch character or something like she looks like a video game character, except in real life, which is, which is strange. Um,
1: Yeah, it had, it had a lot, it had a lot of nonsense in the show, just a lot of flat out nonsense that made no sense anyway. And you can't even think about this show, this movie in with any bit of a brain cell and say, well, why did they do that? And why are they even there? And who would bring their their political staff. And why is the, why is this political staffer able to hack into Jurassic (laughs) world's sophisticated, you know? Oh, I mean, even it it felt really did like feel like Michael Bay made this movie and and yeah, just like it's like,
0: it's like they had a checklist of Jurassic park tropes. Like they have to have the two. So here, here are a couple things. Like you have the, t-rex showing up showing up and saving them like 20 minutes into the movie right it's so early Jurassic park trope yeah and i was like i was like what why is this happening so early what are they going to do with this movie now that they've already played the t-rex card um (laughs) he played the t-rex card right and the you know now you have the the thing with blue like blue is super important um right. as a as a character um you've got the you know they're chasing you know the dinosaur is chasing them like around a around a table and they're like backed up to a to a thing a, a cabinet or whatever from the original like that's a thing they have to always do now mm-hmm. um you know somebody has to hack into a computer to get to get something um
1: yeah to unlock some you know, doors the, or, yeah
0: the the villain the villain is always some like self-serving capitalist whatever the the guy in this movie who was um well there were there were sort of two there's like the guy trying to profit and there's also the um extremely hateable hunter right like, like they oh, literally that's... call him the great white hunter oh, it's I'm like oh right? he I I I leaned over to Andrew a couple times, like when they're doing the auction and stuff, and I was like, oh the the sort of um, I, I'm going to be political again, but the like the 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 Hollywood slash internet leftist kind of thing. But as a, in a <laughs> joking way, I, I lean I leaned over during the auction and I was like, hmm, doing things for money is bad. <laughs> I know, right? Terrible. Uh, because it's so it was so like. Uh, I'm going to say ham fisted, which is yeah. probably a little harsher than it needs to be. But um, so much of that, I was like, I was like, what am I watching? There's like um, that auction is going on. And Chris Pratt is like sneaking down around toward them. And and the and the rest of the uh, the little girl and and um and Bryce Howard are up in the vents, like watching through. T- and I was like, am I watching an episode of Doctor Who? What is this?
1: Yeah there were just so so many bad things that made no sense by someone who who I don't know they had been 25 years old you know or or younger Make writing this this movie they just had no kind of grip and Sorry so for listeners who were 25 and younger but they had no right. grip on on actual what the world
0: has the Re- realities and so and so here are the big uh, spoilers if you're still listening and we haven't spoiled <laughs> anything yet but um Andrew called pr- probably like by the by the second scene where somebody talks about the little girl um he was like i'll bet she's a clone because the whole thing the whole Jurassic World thing is they're basically cloning dinosaurs right? Yeah, right. right um which ended up being true and not really mattering um right. and then this this horrible like i don't know if jeff goldblum can't get any better acting roles though he was just in Thor Ragnarok so But that like that speech he gives at the end of the movie is awful. I mean, awful, like welcome to Jurassic World. They've got like, like how many dinosaurs were at that were at that auction? Like at the high end, there were like 50 and realistically it, it was more like 20, 25. Right. Right. They're loose in what? Southern California. So. So maybe they're going to wreak some havoc and and cause some property damage or whatever. But like they show the T-Rex facing off against a lion and whatever. And I'm like, they're loose in the United States. In the United States, where we have a Second Amendment. Where so many people own guns. There's There's a there's a huge hunting culture, even if you get past like, you know, los angeles and like criminal gun owners you know they they get out into they get out into the west you know wyoming utah new mexico whatever and i guarantee you there are there are guys out there with hunting rifles like they're an endangered species there's only one or two of each of these variations of dinosaur like they're all going to get killed off just like all the other um violent predators that we used to have in this continent you know the lions and the wolves it's not and like coyotes had, it's not like and, and all of, of that. Stuff.
1: it's not like they had two of each of them that went to help, happily together to go have babies somewhere yeah
0: and, e- and even that is not it's not enough like they're not gonna i mean i'm sure that if this movie did well enough they'll make another stupid movie with no um with a nonsensical yeah. plot but like the risk is not that great like okay dinosaurs are loose even if the government and and the various police marshal forces whatever don't do anything like, they're going to roam far enough to get killed off by citizens. Right. And realistically, like, the the police, the National Guard, the U.S. Marshals, whatever, are going to mobilize, you know, um, um, helicopters and sniper rifles and take care of them. Like, worst case scenario, like, they can't do that because a bunch of hippies are protesting. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then people will shoot, like average citizens will shoot them. Like there are no, there are no real stakes in this in this arc. Yeah, like it's you, you it's know. Dumb.
1: I want I, I want to say that these kind of okay. movies I Rant I, I say <laughs> right I, I, these kind of movies I do I do give a lot more leeway to than almost anyone else usually. So me sure. giving it an eight is 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 pretty a big bash on it That's because telling. I, I can I can get into the summer popcorn movie with lots of blowing things up and, you know, dinosaurs and no matter what it is and little sharp witty things. But this one just Pacific all room. around did not have those fun things at all and they were just too too annoying. But the I, I want to say a couple things that I did like at least, I guess a little
0: bit. Um let's find some find some silver lining in this.
1: Yeah, some silver linings. I, the dinosaurs were fine. They were good. There was a few scenes where like when in the the world the island blows up and they're and they're pulling away and you see that big brontosaurus like sadly die kind of. in. Oh in yeah. That was rough. That that was rough. That was a good one. Um, I did like the, the new, there was a point when it turned into a horror movie instead of a, a an action adventure <laughs> movie. And that's when the, the thing comes chasing after the little girl, just nonsensically going to, you know, hunt down this little bitty girl. Um, and it got really scary. Therefore I would not want Sydney to watch it. Um, sure. but, uh, so, But that was that was actually a good thing. It was just because, okay, they did that scene well. Um, and mm-hmm. I do like the, at least the idea that they're going to let the, the dinosaurs be all over the world and be now... Any other movies that come after this is going to be just like, well, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but it won't be on Isla Nubar and Isla Sorna. It'll just be like the world now has dinosaurs on it. And that could open the storylines up into a much more diverse type of storytelling um maybe the next one is 25 years down the line and the world has been taken over by dinosaurs you're right it makes no sense they're all going to be a planet of the apes kind of thing yes a planet of the apes kind of type of thing um you're right it's terrible and that there's no reason why it should (laughs) happen but they could that's what they were aiming for i guess um so there's that and um the second one the actual original second one uh Jurassic, I can't remember what it's called, the the second one with Jeff Goldblum. Um Lost World. Lost World. They took it they took it to to Los Angeles. They t- or San Diego, I think is what it was or something. And they took it a dinosaur to modern world. And while that I think that movie wasn't so great, um I thought that was an interesting part at least that they were taking they were interacting dinosaurs into the modern world instead of the modern world going into the dinosaur world. Um and that was kind of fun, but then they—I think they killed the dinosaur at the end or something. Where um, he's shifting back, one of the two, and it was like, oh, it's it's all solved now. And I was thinking, oh, it'd be cool <laughs> if like there was all the dinosaurs were taken over the mainland now. So this kind of does that, not satisfactorily, but that was I, at least a.
0: Yeah, thing. I mean, I th- I think if you're going to do that, you've got to be, you've got to be somewhere where it's a real thing. Like, you know, maybe you're in the. In the um, you know you're in Africa or something where you know right. it's a it's a third world it's an undeveloped you know they're just like tribes with spears and what I mean of course you've got more collateral damage but there are like there are whole segments of I want to say the Congo that are just m- miles and mile like square miles hundreds hundreds and probably not thousands but hundreds of square miles of just like endless swamp or or rainforest where potentially a you know something like a pterodactyl could survive in there and not be found like that has some some potential interest but like you know in a in the gun crazed united states like that's yeah there are no real stakes to that well
1: hey, here here let, let's 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 do this this is a perfect little segue to this because where they do that right is when in the show that we watch for a weekly challenge which was in Westworld they have the same kind of thing happen not with dinosaurs but with robots. And they handle mm. the ending in a better something, way. Something
0: uh something my sister said, 'cause she's she's two episodes from finishing that uh that season two, is that they never use the word robot.
1: No, they do. They, they do. do. Yes. Like I think it, it might well maybe 'cause I think they do it in the last episode.
0: Oh, okay. Well she hasn't seen that one yet, but
1: yeah, I th- I think they do. Right, but let's go ahead. Let's say wait. Let's talk let's talk about our weekly challenge. What do you say? Weekly challenge, yes?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's right. a it's a little bit to just to complete that thought, it's a little bit like Walking Dead, where they never oh, say yeah. zombies. Right. All right, so uh um Westworld HBO's Westworld season two. We talked about episode one and two uh last week, last time. Uh and we watched the um the remaining eight episodes episodes three through ten of of hbo's westworld so before we get into any details um let's just say on the metric of uh season one okay
1: yeah good good
0: yes on on a on a scale of let's just go with one to ten where you say where you say ten
1: crazy scale here this time
0: if if you say season one was a ten Okay. where do you put season two uh
1: eight maybe maybe seven seven mm. seven to eight i'd put them put it there
0: what do you think i'm i'm almost landed somewhere more like six to seven
1: okay sure i can i can see that it's, and it's, it's tough for me to to, to think of it I mean, I just I watched the last one yesterday, I think, uh, and I mm. reviewed it a little bit more today. Um, okay, so
0: if you if you are planning to watch HBO's Westworld season two, and you don't want to be influenced by our opinions or spoilers, you should pause the podcast. So we've I've done three spoiler warnings so far. In <laughs> pause one it, episode pause it. of this show. Um, back. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Come back. Um, and it it's honestly one of those cases where none of it was. Bad. I just, I very often found myself bored.
1: I, I, I did through most of the show.
0: Yeah, it's say. there. There were many like deep, long, intense segments where some kind of emotional conflict is happening between two hosts. Like they're both hosts. We know that they're both hosts, and. They're trying to push this whole angle of the hosts being sentient in some way, except they sort of, uh, you know, cut the legs out of their own um, their own trope, because like there's a scene. I think I referenced this last week in like the first or second episode where um, uh, the character of Maeve, the, the madam at the saloon delivers a delivers a cutting uh bit of bit of insult to the the human who is the head of narrative and they they pause for a beat and he goes, I, I wrote that line for you.
1: Yeah, right, that was good. And
0: and like they showed us in season one where the the things that the hosts say are determined by this algorithm tree that like goes in, you know, their behavioral yep. algorithms. And right. I'm like, if you are if you're that transparent about the the computer system that makes these robots seem human, it makes it really difficult for me as the viewer to think of them as sentient beings. Yeah, true. Right? Like they worked really, really hard. There's like a, a whole scene with um uh who's Billy's brother in law?
1: Is it Luke or Jake or... yeah, I know
0: Something right. like that. Um you know he he goes to that he has that investors meeting with um with the indian character and the and the the hostess um girl and they of course both end up being hosts and he can't you know he he assumes that they're real he actually accuses the the actors of being too of too being too human they're not nobody's going to uh believe that they're robots and of yep. course and of course they are hosts and that's the whole thing and so you're like they worked really hard to convince us that the hosts are in the, are the hosts behave just like people, but they're not people. And so then to have 20 minutes of, of relationship conflict between two hosts, I'm like, I, I, I can't, I don't care about this.
1: Yeah. I, it, it was, it was kind of slow. Um, I, I felt that the, the, the Westworld season one, did really well because there was a lot they they played the time thing uh, a lot um the skipping back and forth and not knowing where you're at and it can the storyline was really well done and that's that's what made it so great and it's really difficult to strike lightning twice um on something that was and do it again and i don't think that this one necessarily tried to do that a lot it did a ton with um uh arnold what's uh his bernard his Bernard. With Bernard, obviously, they played that a lot there at the end. And it just came to a head. But for the most part, they didn't do a whole lot of going back and forth. Um, and then sometimes when they did it, they ruined things. Like, they show Teddy dead near the beginning. And you're like, okay, Teddy dies. Oh, um, I
0: forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and then and then they show I think it's in episode 9 or 10, they show Dolores dead. And like, well, she didn't make it, and she's dead on the ground. And you're like, Okay, so she dies, and now we're just going to find out how she dies. So you know? did
0: you know, um, I, I think I texted you about this, but this show is created by um, Jonathan Nolan, who is um, Christopher Nolan's brother. Yeah. And executive produced, one of the executive producers is J.J. Abrams. Uh, go figure. I said, I I think, said I that to I Andrew, and that. he was like, he was like, "Oh, so it's like, um, it's like Christopher Nolan's weird time thing obsession, and J.J. Yeah. Abrams' obsession with the, asking huge, mysterious questions. That except someone else is involved, so so most of those questions do actually get answered. Yeah, unlike... they,
1: they they actually did. So they got answered in the first season and the second season. So that's that's something different than usual Abrams stuff. Um, but yeah, th- so." so where do I begin with this, this show? Um, it was slow. Um, a lot of the plot lines went, took a, they were very one note. That was, that was the one thing about the show that I really, this season, I did not like at all. Um, Mm -hmm. it's got great cast and I did like that they brought people back, but I felt like, uh, it really pulled the punch out of season one when a lot of the people that died in the first, in the first season are, Ooh, they're alive again. Um, or they didn't really die. Uh, they were just chained up to a a cave, you know? Um, so that, that was a little <laughs> annoying, but the number one thing that did, that did bother me with this show was that it was, it was so obvious all the way through. Every character was very kind of straightforward. The black cat, Billy, is still the black cat, Billy. Okay. Is he, is he not a, a robot? Sure. That, I think you said that in episode four, when we watched that, when you're like, okay, as soon as we saw episode four and we know that they're making human, humans into robots, uh, clearly Billy's one. I mean, that's, that's just a thing. You know that's the way it's going to be, and he's a bad guy. He never has any growth or change, or you don't find anything more about this character. He just—I mean, you find out more about him, but it doesn't change anything about who he is. Dolores is one note, and in the first one, she had a character arc that traveled her through to the end. In this one, she is just psycho lady going on a rampage to kill humans, you know, and and save her people by killing humans. and that was she never changed,
0: um, and also, and also killing hosts.
1: Yeah, and killing hosts. She's just like she made no sense. She was just a psycho killer lady, which again did not put into my feeling of how she ended up in the first in the first season. But that's what they wanted. Yeah, her. it
0: was, it it was it was just it was just kind of boring. And something, um, uh, Merlin Man said when he and uh, um Dan Benjamin on Back to Work were talking about this this season. Um and something that's a little bit one of those abstract topics that I that I bring up every once in a while on in our in our talks on this show. Um the idea of building a story based on a big a big surprise twist or twist almost feels like the wrong the wrong word for it. Like a big reveal at the end um and whether that is something that's sustainable right so i'm thinking of of movies mostly this is mostly done in movies um like memento that we watched a few weeks ago um the new oceans 11 um oceans 8 usual suspects no i mean i mean oceans 11 with, with uh, oh, the original, yeah, yeah. with George clinton not the original 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 is an old fifties right, right, yeah. movie, but um, where like uh a usual suspects, I think I said that where a lot of the appeal of the movie is in like getting to the end and being surprised and kind of mind blown by whatever turn and it and it depends how successful that is depends on the foreshadowing like you can. You can spoil it with the wrong kind of foreshadowing, or you can do, you know, really no foreshadowing. And then it just depends on, it depends on how fun that reveal is. Um, yeah. the, the reveal in, the reveal in Ocean's Eleven is not, is not something that was really strongly telegraphed. They actually have a moment where, um, and this, is, talking about people in the theater i saw this i saw that movie in the theater when i was in college actually at the same theater that became the beer theater um (laughs) so there's a scene where um they're in the they're in the security control room and a phone rings and um and it's julia roberts has the phone but she claims Mm not to have a phone and they and they flashback to um george clooney giving her a hug and. Dropping that phone in her purse right, and i I literally out loud in the theater went like we really needed that flashback <laughs> and right. and one of my friends who was in the row in front of me like just turns around and gives me a stink eye um right. but i'm like I'm like this is a movie filled with high context low content dialogue, right where like everybody is is talking like double talk and implication and and open-ended, you know, inferences, um, and they do a whole sequence introducing Matt Damon's character on pickpocketing, right? Oh, and yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, we know that uh, that Danny Ocean did this thing where he goes to 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 interact with Tess, and you know, maybe have a little bit of a standoff with um with Terry Benedict, and then gives her a hug, and you're like okay well well, then later when she has a phone obviously that is why he did that like why do we and so when you get to the end and like you know they were never there and it's all this stuff like none of that is foreshadowed so it's not I guess that's an example where the the big twist ending is not really the hook of the movie like the hook of the movie is the theme and the writing throughout Uh, unlike uh, you know a movie like Memento or or usual suspects but season one stranger things is or no stranger things um Westworld. world um i watched when i watched the recap of season one at the beginning of season two episode one um there was so much stuff in there that i was like man i don't remember that i don't remember that either it's really yeah. you you go through this whole show and i remember you know being blown away in almost every episode, like something happened in every episode that was, you know, I mean, it was them breaking their own rules, but it was still, you know, from the very first episode where, and I think I talked about this last week, um, they set up that the hosts are, are programmed to not, to to not cause harm to, to anyone. right? Right. And she kills a fly, right? Swats a fly in his blood. And so you'd like, oh, no they they think this but it's not actually it's not actually true they're not as safe as they seem which of course is a is foreshadowing for foreshadowing. the finale of season 1 yeah, there there was so, there
1: wasn't a whole lot i mean there was some kind of foreshadowing but it was it was heavy-handed foreshadowing in this and this one and by like oh there's a bunch of dead bodies in, in in the river let's let's watch the whole show to find out how that happened
0: you and know, so and so as you yeah. as you go through season 1 there are there are a couple of big big reveals right like bernard being a host is a big reveal um young young billy and the man in black being the same person is a huge reveal that's when you realize that's when you discover that there's been a time shift going on the whole time yeah uh, the whole season and you don't you don't really realize it and so uh and i guess then the other one is when the hosts all go haywire at the end of at the end of season one and murder everybody. Um, and so then when you go into season two, you're like, okay, well, there are no, there are no real mysteries. I mean, I, they, they do this whole sort of cloning immortality thing, which reminds me of, um, again, dollhouse, which I know is is a, is a series you didn't see. Uh, it's Joss Whedon. I think it was Joss Whedon's first project post firefly. Um, don't quote me on that, but, um, it's like, what do you, it's a little bit like season one of heroes. You're like, you, you set the the stakes so high in season one, and then you answered all of your questions.
1: Yeah. Which makes, which makes the, makes the argument for a lot of people is that, oh, you, you should, uh, if you're going to, it's the JJ J. Abrams argument is that if you're going to set up mysteries, don't answer them because just keep asking more, or you're never going to make a good season two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight nine, 10. But the best thing about Westworld season one was that they did answer everything. They gave you everything you wanted to know. And that makes it hard for a season two because you already know everything.
0: Well, and, and if, if you recall, I, I sent you a text after I had watched, or maybe in the middle of watching season four, do you remember what I said in that text?
1: Uh, I don't remind me
0: as of, as of episode four of season two, I said, and this was, you know, I wasn't was totally it, convinced of this, but I was like, I'm gonna, I want to put this on record before I watch it, so that it's, right, so that is it's it, out
1: the, there. The part that Billy being a, a robot.
0: Yeah, I said, yeah. I said, I bet, I bet they're gonna go the everyone's a Cylon, uh, yes, which is the the, yes. the joke to our our playing Battlestar Galactica, but they imply fairly heavily, either, either that. It's, it's either heavily implied or, or clearly stated that, um, that the man in black is not a host, but a, um, a, a person whose yeah. whose actual body has died and who is now living in the, in the, in the chassis of a host. Did Did you, um,
1: did you, did you see the post credits scene?
0: Yeah, where, where she's doing the, she's doing the baseline. Yeah. Of fidelity which they they set up fairly strongly with um i want to say his name is angus the, uh, the other, the billy's guy, yeah. billy's f- father-in-law right um and then and then they undermine the entire story with his daughter right yeah. like that was that was fairly i mean it was it was filmed in such a in such a casual way that you're like what she was a cool character. What he just freaking shot her? Yeah, I
1: didn't. Um, I, didn't I, I still don't understand. Like his story, he was probably the fa- my favorite part of season one. And yeah, because it, it was character development, and that was that was the pure definition of character development. Of In season two, he just
0: wanders from. around.
1: He does. He wanders around. It doesn't. And and they, there's this whole thing about like this game is meant for you. This is meant for you. And like okay, ooh, this is a game, and it, it never comes i don't I understand it doesn't come about and it doesn't mean anything um and at the end you even see him getting like oh some of this even the worst ones made it out and you're like okay so i guess the robot host made it out i'm confused <sighs> you know they're, they're just it just didn't have set up it that that paid off in any way with any of those kind of things good acting still except for dolores was very one note um mm-hmm. still the same you know, I, I liked her a lot, but then she just they just for ten episodes, they were an hour to hour and a half long. It just kept being the same thing it's every an- time and I was like, okay, an-
0: another th- another thing that was kind of funny is when we talked about this uh last time and I said I said we don't know like what the hosts are capable of now that they're they're going off their program it was like almost from either season three or four or episode three or four, you know, the very soon in the episodes we watched after that they they start showing what um Maeve is capable of and right. that that arc too was super um dissatisfying like yeah, I, they set up true, they set true, up this true, whole it, thing it, it and a, i'm a, like i'm like are they going to you know they they hack into Clementine to you know make her sabotage all the hosts around her and i'm like is she going to turn a bunch of them into an army and then you know, is Maeve going to do the same to like, ca- like, is there going to be some kind of victory for the hosts? And then it's and then it's not really like a bunch of them go into this, you know, holodeck world. And um, and then that's it. It's just like everybody dies. The end.
1: Yeah. And and yeah, everyone died, like all of her troop and everything. And you're like in that one episode. And it it really felt. I know she was going to go get her daughter and that's the I mean, whole storyline but she got a her daughter note.
0: and that's and that's one of the other things that undermines the the emotional weight of these stories like the her situation with her and her daughter is is meant to be is written to be a significant um aspect of her of her character of her motivation and then but because they are robots playing out roles um the the host that was her daughter has a different host mother. Right. Right. So you're like, who is the, who is the, the, you know, who's real in this. And so, you know, she helps them both into the, into the simulated world. And then they're free. I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the
1: there's that cut the legs out from underneath you again. There is that it didn't it didn't need to. They could have just made it like, oh, she made it to the little girl, and then there's a whole part where she made it to the little girl, and then, oh, pff, they cut you away from her again for no reason that you didn't need to do.
0: And they you know? and they do the same thing when I know you you mentioned this when we talked about last week um when they finally go to Shogun World when they go to one of the other parks. Oh. Yeah, um and then when they're there. They just do the exact same scene from season one, except with samurai and and ninjas and geisha instead of um, prostitutes and cowboys and, well, and sheriffs. I, I will say, like, I
1: actually liked that. I liked that they did that short scene that, that was like, oh, look, they're playing the same scenes with different. Yeah, companies. I mean, it was I, it was fun.
0: It was it was fun to watch. It was funny, but it. Again, it undermines this this message they're trying to sell us of the hosts being sentient.
1: Well, not really, because actually it didn't uh, because remember, the hosts weren't always sentient. They're just becoming sentient. That's that was Mm. the point they're trying to show in that scene. Because what happens is just just a few cuts later after that, there's the uh, the the geisha, the 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 madam of the thing uh, stabs that guy in the in the face to kill him. And the the writer of the script says, that's not supposed to happen. So it's it's the same thing. They're showing that, oh, look, in this world, they're also becoming sentient and aware. But they were mm-hmm. still playing. So it, it was very relevant that they played them to be the same kind of people doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yet, oh, hey, now it's all of a sudden happy. So that was a point to that. But mm. Shogun world was pointless. There was nothing (laughs) you could have not watched Shogun world and you would have been totally fine. It did. I mean, they only, I I know they showed it to give me what I wanted last week to say like, Oh, (laughs) just show us the other worlds. But it was just a useless episode. It did nothing. And it added a really cool character in the, and so
0: they really like, they did that episode and they did a brief scene introducing, um, Emily where they show the, like, safari world or i don't think they name it but it's oh yeah the, the, like yeah in There's colonial Indian, india right when yeah. when india was a british colony and they go on safari hunting um kind of thing right I, right i feel like i expected that there was going to be a lot of other park other world stuff based on the finale of season one but i i i don't think that we need it any more than what we got of those
1: well you're right we didn't because they just they just dropped the ball on it there, there was there wasn't anything that was was good with it it it, it's like oh we kind of did say there was other parks but we just want to write a story about the westworld people so we'll add some very useless episodes with those in there that mean
0: nothing which i mean i don't know i don't know what they could have done differently like if they had if they had gone hard on having a bunch of new stories and new characters in those other parks i think it would have been overwhelming like This Ah, is there are already a lot of characters in this in this story. Sure. So before we ask
1: you this real quick, wait. Let me ask you this real quick. The daughter,
0: the daughter, the
1: the daughter. Okay. So she was in this safari slash India world, and at the beginning, and she she was all about finding who was like a a, you know somebody who was a, a not a robot or something like that, and she was having her own story, and then things went wild. And she just randomly ran out of the place and into the Westworld park. And that's I I don't understand what I still don't understand her storyline, because if she's real, (laughs) if she's real, then what was she doing in India world and crossing over to Westworld? If she's fake, why was she in India world going into Westworld? What is that whole point for except just they wanted to show India world? Like there was no reason for her to be in India. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't I don't think I disagree with that. Um,
1: Yeah, it it had no no that like that's half of a show in that one that did not matter, did not have any any reason, nor did it matter that, you know, doesn't make sense in her character. If she's there to find her father. Okay, uh, the robot father, because she knows it's a robot. Don't make sense.
0: Maybe she doesn't know. I don't know. So one, shop, I what? Yeah, I've, I've, I have no idea, honestly. It made no. It's, the point was, it made it's, no like the, sense it's like I the it's like the mysteries in Lost, right? The, the, yeah. I just, I just don't know, and that they didn't answer them in season two. So,
1: yeah. Uh, I, so I, season I, two I, tried, I to, tried to try so to do stuff before didn't make we
0: sense. before we wrap up this. I did want to ask, how did you feel about the um the episode about the Indian character?
1: Uh, I will say. As a standalone episode, that was probably one of their best ones.
0: I feel um, like we got more, we got a lot more like just sort of exposition about the world, but in a yeah. way that didn't feel like a ridiculous info dump.
1: It, you know, it, but it was a ridiculous info dump. I mean, I mean, it was, it, it may not feel that way, but it, it did. It, it solved all the problems. Like, what is this Valley beyond? And, and how did and that one episode gave us how it feels to be a host? yeah
0: yeah and and which was a better than all the other ones did a different thing like it was it was actually interesting instead of just you know william dolores or Maeve like running into some different people and maybe probably killing them
1: yeah right yeah yeah so you could have you could have you know what now you talk about you could have cut this season into like five episodes probably <laughs> and, and, and cut it down and it didn't need to be that way. Now let, let's real quickly, when we wrap this up, um, talk about the, the ending. I uh, So we just said with Jurassic world where they, they go off and they let these, these, you know, dinosaurs out into the wild. And here they do the same thing. They let the hosts out into the w- normal world. Right. I say I assume that's what the ending is saying that they Ford transported into this shop that evidently has the most sophisticated cloning, you know building robot building place in the world oh right
0: i mean they don't they don't let that happen but it does happen
1: right and dolores survives
0: and and escapes yes you know
1: um so when when that ending happened the jurassic park was like oh they're free evidently they're gonna be make the world okay that made no sense on how they ended that that one and expected that we now you know dinosaurs are in the world well this one did a better ending with that and that Okay, now robots did secretly get out into a yeah, place where they the, could replicate and it's
0: the it's the Cylon story, you know. They have a plan.
1: Yes. And they just they just they just made it better than what Jurassic World is. I guess that's what I was trying to wrap it into is that Jurassic oh, World gotcha. make no sense on what they're trying to say, it's the world. Oh now we're in Jurassic World. Okay, but you didn't have any like double pairs of things and you're in America with guns and you know this one, okay. They're they have their own robot making factory in a secret place that they could go out and be anybody. And they've got everybody's DNA, per se, you know, personality matrices. Um, Yeah. So I I will say that that it was a nice little interesting twist that they did put in the show that wasn't really a twist, but it was a a plot arc that was kind of interesting, was that they were actually recording every the 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 guests, you know, memories and then logging them away. That was an interesting mm-hmm. little storyline, kind of mildly. Um and put him in the hats. <laughs> that was kind of kind of neat. Um what if you didn't want to wear a hat, right? You know? Yeah, but, that was a little Right. But anyway, uh the ending had had them get escaping, which was kinda cool. Dolores being the 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 one lady that was in charge. That was interesting. Um kind of, maybe.
0: <laughs> um
1: and Arnold. I I do like that they set up the rest of the season, three, four, five, whatever they might be, to be, now you've got to clear Arnold versus Dolores. You know, or Bernard, I should say. Bernard versus Dolores. And that tied well in with season one. How Bernard made her, and then now in season two, she made him. And they're clearly seem to be the two central characters. And now, finally, I can focus on who is the main characters in this show.
0: Dolores (laughs) and
1: Bernard. You know what I mean? Okay. Two robots. Finally got get to that point. Yeah. Two two robots. So it's the it's the matrix is what this is. Um and Smith a, versus
0: one whatever. one of them one of them built by the other in a Douglas Adams-esque uh we were doing tests on you in labs. Yeah, as, what, as the, white mice. wasn't it
1: wasn't it actually didn't it end up with like um she built him too, like they built each other. Like, like Arnold Arnold, her, Arnold,
0: right? Arnold did so many tests, fidelity tests with Dolores getting her just right that yeah. Dolores, the AI, knew Arnold's personality better than any person, better than any human enough so that she could build Bernard. And then of course her her replication of um I just said it of um,
1: fidelity or
0: yeah. The, the, the other guy, um, Bernard Arnold, Arnold. Wow. My, yeah. my brain just completely lost that name. <laughs> right, right. Um, her, her original replication of Arnold was so, was so accurate that it kept failing. And so she altered it a little bit to, to end up with Bernard, which is why he's Bernard and not Arnold. He's not a straight copy. And then there's right. this whole like the last last episode or two they go really hard on um,
1: the theory of things
0: like existentialism sort yeah. of stuff to the to the point where I was like, man, this season two Westworld is the is the longest episode of Black Mirror I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I get it. Yeah, it was. They were just trying to tell us this like humans are simple and we were too thinking and now we're yeah yeah, was, yeah that was that was i didn't mind the Un, system being a thing under, under but,
0: underwhelming underwhelming
1: yeah the, all uh, right
0: man the, well what um let's go back to uh let's go back to week, weekly challenges what um i think you're uh our last we watched the godfather last before oh, westworld right. so what okay. um what do you want to what do you want to do for next week okay so we got like three. I know days. we took a little
1: bit of a break with with Westworld being a new thing, and I like our I like our our, our format of you know, um, watching old shows with some weekly challenges. Um, so I'd like to go back to that since there's something huge right now on on coming out on TV or movies or stuff. Uh, I'd like to go back to where we remember when we were doing that whole like let's review some old movies and see or old shows that were when we were younger and see what yeah. we think about them. Yeah. Um, and since we were just talking about Jurassic Park. I would like us to go back and watch Jurassic Park, the original, except not. I mean, it's the a first classic. One. It's
0: it is uh, a classic, oh.
1: but not the first one. And and the reason I say the first one is because I've watched that a million times. I still have watched it. Had to so, been like a year
0: ago? Are you saying that you want to watch like the Lost World?
1: <laughs> uh, that's probably the one that I would want us to watch. Be- and and I'd say because I think it's got bad. It's got bad juju people call it a really terrible one and not very good and yeah i have a feeling that it wasn't very good but i can't it's rotten much.
0: tomatoes numbers are not great
1: right okay so that that's good we can let's go watch that one and see what we think about it now and and here's the in, thing in retrospect big, and
0: and yes. compare it to uh to fallen kingdom sure
1: yeah totally okay, exactly okay. now uh that. i'm not a big i, I Goldblum did fan in general, i did dub so. this
0: i did dub this segment the weekly challenge so it wouldn't be wouldn't be a true challenge if it wasn't. Challenging. Did you say?
1: Challenge, right, right. Did you say you don't like Jeff Goldblum? I I am I, not a Jeff I Goldblum fan. I I, 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 I don't. He has a. He's a. He's a one note character. Like a lot of people I, are. or Actor, I should I say. I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't really. I don't really understand what you what are trying to say.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> about this guy that's a master of, of of the the theater. Yeah. Um. Yeah. he he's a he's here's my thing. He's a one person uh actor and what the role he plays of himself is just not appealing to me but you know hmm. it's he's appealing to a lot of people it's just not to me um all right all right yeah yeah I mean he 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 was the same it's the same character that was in uh Thor Ragnarok was also in um uh what's the Independence Day was also in mm-hmm. The Fly was mm-hmm. also in you know it's the same character
0: I th- and we'll see I we'll think see. it helps I think it's, he's served by, um, I'm sure that he does stuff all the time, but, well, maybe not all the time, but like, um, you don't see him often, especially these days, like, Mm, he was in Thor Ragnarok, but I think the last time I saw him before that was, he did like a, like an Old Spice ad or something.
1: Oh man, no, he was in, he was in Independence Day, the the reboot, Oh, he was terrible, He I it didn't watch awful. that. I
0: heard nothing but bad things. So
1: oh, it, was awful. Um, it was, it was Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
0: and, and like, like I said, his, his character, his one scene in, in fallen kingdom was, was terrible. Like right, however right. much, however much they paid him to sit in that set and, and read that terrible uh, paragraph at the end of the movie. But, uh, I all right. He was going to well,
1: be in it the whole thing too. So, but you know, he,
0: yeah. He was and he, and, well, and he wasn't at he all. The, um, Okay so yeah, I think, Jurassic Park Lost World. So I th- I think for the sake of, you know, not seeing him very often that then when when we do it like, oh yeah, it's the same guy and he's he's the only like voice of reason in this, you know, he's surrounded by crazy <laughs> people and blah blah. Right, but blah he's kind a of crazy thing. person. All right. Well, that um that movie's on Netflix. So so we'll give All that right. a try. All right, Good man. We- did we that everything is there anything else we wanted to talk about i don't think
1: well we so. we got, we got a lot of, lots of things but but uh we'll come back next week i'd i'd like to i've been playing some vermintide and like to talk a little bit about that it's the uh, warhammer co-op with uh, some right, of my right. friends and just give that a little bit i still haven't i still haven't gotten your your brain on uh what you think of some good like it code and hacking films and, and movies and stuff. And what you think of that, I'd like to pick your brain on that. We'll, we'll lead that into next week. Uh, for example, the, the code hacking dude in Jurassic world, which just, I wanted to bash his face in. It's a <laughs> fat, perfect example of like just terrible <laughs> it in movies so, sure, sure. You know, to talk to you about some of those things, but we'll get that. We'll get that next week. Uh, right, so for cool. this week, I think we're good. We're good.
0: Got All it. Right. Good. Score. Good stuff. Good, good stuff well with good news even good news we remember the good news and no no super depressing intro like last week <laughs> life sucks right. when you die right all right everybody you have been listening to the front porch episode 46 uh if you Ooh. go to our website front dot com slash wow. 46 there we have show notes for this episode we'll put um that store that michael mentioned and uh i don't know no, no, we, we're didn't. Gonna put your, we didn't mention that much. I'll link these, these wrong Rotten Swanson Tomato scores for the, the, for the dress. Girl. Oh, okay. I can link that. That's on my Instagram page. Right. Um, th- We've also got contact forms there. If you want to email us, leave us a comment, tell us all the, all the stuff we're wrong about, t- explain in great detail to Michael how Jeff Goldblum is a master of his craft. <laughs> and he's completely out of Gee, his mind. Show me
1: wrong. Show me it. Tell me reasons why. Got it.
0: Um, if you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere podcasts are sold, found, sold. I'm doing a bit that didn't really land there. Um and while you're there, if you leave us a review, that'd be great. Um and special thanks as always to our buddies over at Geek Scholars Movie News. Oh, if yeah. you Woo-hoo. enjoy movies and you Dude, wanna Fox. stay up to date on on news and reviews in a very uh, professional, concise format, they're not Cons- One of more these concise movies. than
1: what we rambled about
0: oh, oh when way mo- their their long shows are like a half an hour um, <laughs> you know they're like i i listen sure. to uh um max funds uh the flop house where they where they review bad movies and that's long their shows are like like two and a half hours long which it's great it's hilarious but um guys over at the guy um the guys and and girl i guess whatever okay. over at um over at geek scholars are Deliberate about getting to the point and not not spending as much time reviewing a movie as the length of the movie itself, which is correct. Right. So go, go listen, more, to those guys. They More like, they'll, more they'll like tell, what we They'll steer we do. you right. They, they got, they got good stuff, good, good news and updates and, and predictions. And I'm a, I'm and whatnot, a big supporter so.
1: of Geek Scholar Chris's opinions. And, and uh, so for su- for sure that through.
0: that Fox guy usually you know he's crazy. He just doesn't crazy. Know, doesn't know what he's right. talking about.
1: And Jill sets him right. All right, okay.
0: everybody. Until next time. I have been Dennis
1: and I am our Michael
0: (laughs) for the front porch. Not your buddy. Not guys.